I'm so, be your agent. so tired right now. I, I can hate tell. my husband. It's only I can tell. Like, you have angry, you have angry, tired face. I have That's angry, tired, tired face. face. It's it is exactly that. Like I was just sitting on the couch with the girls while Vlad was sleeping, and I literally just let out a mom style scream for no reason. And Miri looks at me, she goes, What happened, mommy? And I go, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit of a red monster right now. She goes, Oh. I'm a yellow monster. I'm very happy. To a repentant edition of the Friday Night Movie podcast, because today is the eve. Some might call it the era of, of Yom Kippur. And if there's one thing we get asked by our listeners all the time, or told by our listeners all the time, is that this podcast just isn't Jewish enough. And you should do <laughs> more things where you talk about your Jewish culture, heritage, and holidays. Very true. We should. In fact, I'm surprise, joking. surprise, we're changing the podcast, announcing it today. It's now going to be the Friday Night Jewish podcast. Of- <laughs> I'm sure there are people who accidentally call it the Friday Night Jewish podcast. They're like, you know, sure. the one that comes out on Fridays with those three Jews. No, it's still the Friday Night Movie podcast. And we are going to have a little bit of a Yom Kippur theme because we did Rosh Hashanah last week where we atoned, we made pop culture apologies. And now we are going to have, uh, we're going to get to eventually, we're going to get to talking about, see, Yom Kippur is the ceiling of the Book of Life, the most serious moment in the Jewish calendar year. And we, before Yom Kippur starts, so we have time to apologize for it, are going to kind of make light of it and talk about what shows we think belong in the Book of Life for next year. But before we get to that, Lily, how are you doing? What is happening in Babyland? What are mom and dad up to? What You are now absorbing shows and movies at an alarmingly excellent pace. <laughs> We're so proud of you. It's like you you had the baby and you got right back into it. No, I had like a, a five days where... I let it, I, I was a disappointment. And then I got back on the horse and got back in the game. Yeah, you are having an all-star um, season. But I would say that you, I think that there should be something for like, a sh- like we, I know we've talked about a show overwhelmed before. I barely can have two brain cells like rubbing together to make a spark. A fire in my brain. I describe so it like, as I scrambled eggs. Like my brain yeah. feels like so scrambled eggs. So I can't eggs. tell you what we meant by show overwhelmed. Show overwhelmed. Did I just make that? No, no, show overwhelmed is when a show like fills your heart so much that you're show overwhelmed. It's like the show. Okay, but I think you can also be like because the way a word could have more than one meaning. Is that I a, what's like that a homonymograph? I didn't even try to. Homonym. Maybe it's a homonym. No, homonym is when it sounds the same but has two different meanings. 
Is that right? Sure. Oh, don't quote me on that. Someone Google it. We, we learned English in Canada, which means we spent half the time learning French. Listen, so a lot was left out of Canadian. Eggs. Yeah, a lot was left out of Canadian so, education. I know about so... circling nouns and subjects or something. <laughs> Is that Remember? a French thing? What are you no, talking no, no. about? That's the diagram of sentence. You guys, My did kids you guys do ever, it. Did you guys ever play basket bear with uh, Madame? Play, no. What's her name? The that French Chibret? teacher. No, Madame Chevrette in Solomon Schechter. Is she the one? Made me cry. Or uh, Academy. The one made me cry. She had a game called Baseball Autograph. Baseball Autograph. And it was... Made me cry. There was an elaborate system of asking questions about (laughs) words. And when I remember, like, Baseball Autograph, I'm pretty sure means spelling. But not only did you have to know the spelling, you had to know the conjugation, the meaning, the synonym. Yeah, and there was basket verb, which was another version of that. Oh, yeah. I never, we didn't, basket verb. Specifically just about verbs. But Because, you know, in French, you have to conjugate the verb differently for each he, she, they, them, right? Yeah, we'd get, we'd get divided into teams and there was a dice rolling system and you'd pick a word. And every word was like, any words spoken in the French class. So it wasn't just your words you had to study for a test. <laughs> it was if someone said a word once, it could you be just, in the roster. That, those are some crazy about. rules. Yeah. I, it sounds like the game, like Cones of Dunder. <laughs> Dunshire. <laughs> no, it was just like anxiety. Wait, wait, wait. There was a third game. I, ha- I full on had a nervous breakdown. I just remember, I, Lisa, I, was, I was on Lisa Kleiman and Marrakesh's team, and oh, they were so lucky. smart and worked so hard. <laughs> so and then lucky. I would get up and be like, oh, wait, we had to know all the words that are said in class? <laughs> like all the words in the language and we have to conjugate them conjugate them like i Wait, did not get there was a third game soccer mathematique that was the third one oh soccer mathematique i think that was more your year like i feel like yeah. she got ambitious franchises yeah. franchise yeah. yeah soccer because i only remember that was the, the most fun that was the most fun. if you're listening and you went to our school. So if, you Atlanta, if, you're, if you're Atlanta, to Austin, or Shoshana Weinberger, who I know listened to the show, but I would love to hear your memories of baseball autograph. All fun and games is when you make a 12 year old cry hysterically and send her to her desk. Like, she, like, <laughs> I was but crying that, so hard credit, that day in sixth grade, and she was just like, sit down at your desk. Actually, and she said it this way. She used to have a funny way of saying she'd say, sit down. She used to have like this, like she used to do it with like a musical rhythm. But she was a great teacher. I mean, one of the best she was. French teachers ever. She made ever. me cry. But um, that's, that's, how you, anyways, that's how you learned so... in the 80s and 90s. You weren't <laughs> crying. They weren't allowed to physically abuse you. So. They wanted to. Mental. Right on the ground. Yeah, that's how you learn. Um, but anyways, I feel like, yeah, there's a bit of a show for another meaning for show overwhelmed. Is that what we that were talking got, about? Yes. Yeah. Is that I got um, a lot of wrecks. I think that there's a huge difference when you wreck something that is for an individual to consume alone and in pairs or groups. I have been curating a list for you and your husband for right. your Exactly. So I am so overwhelmed about the group shows because it's hard. Like you made very clear, Shy. You were like, I have one thing to warn you about the second kid. You will see your husband less. 
So I said that. Like, yeah, you were like, what is the big game changer? Not so much as having like another kid to take care of, but it's just mm-hmm. that you're not with your partner as much. You're really not. You're, you don't you're see like, them. Right. And so what's great about not having even at night. Because, because, but that's because, you also know at that's night you're because only in both of your cases, they're surfing. Yeah, true. true. We actually discussed <laughs> surf related just, argument right before this podcast. Sure. But, um, and, no, also exactly. because like at nighttime, you're only overlapping in in your bed for like a couple of hours between yeah, shifts with the kids because then the older one gets up and someone has to get up with them. Oh, yeah. And you just sort so, of like trudge your so way through. So what I'm saying is that like the timing of both of us being able to watch a show is not as easy. And therefore, I feel so overwhelmed by all these awesome recs that you've given us because it's going to take like a year to get through them. I have that only seen the first said, three episodes of Watchmen because that's how often we get to watch TV together. <laughs> right. It's not easy. And so um, I will say, though, that the Bosch wreck was so above and beyond accurate. Like, I could never, there's such a, I told you show for that show, just for the simple fact that I could have never predicted how much of a perfect recommendation it was for this moment for my family there's some show indipity happening there there's a lot of show indipity because there's streets of los angeles the crime is as hot i told you what did i tell you or whatever i told you the other (laughs) day the other day somebody did something or something i don't know what it was it was totally unrelated and jose turns to me he's like oh that's such a bosh move and I was like, what are you, he's a homicide detective. What are you talking about? He's Wait, like, you know, speaking you know of, I mean. I'm, listen, granted, I was really tired last night. I he's one to good cop in a batch of bad apples. He's a good <laughs> apple. Wait, Sometimes. guys, I need to ask you. I, Vlad and I did sit down to watch a show together and I said, hey, Shy and Lily have been going on and on about how incredible Perpetual Grace is. This is the first time you and I are getting to sit down to watch something together in like a couple weeks. Let's put it sure. on. Let's start it. Sure. Now, granted, I was very, very tired. I didn't have caffeine yesterday. So I fell asleep within like seven to very 12 minutes. very black and white, like slow. I don't, yeah. I'm just having a very hard time understanding. Granted, I so, fell asleep, so I didn't watch it. How either one let alone both of you and apparently jose watched this show and i'm gonna go back and watch are it you more. calling this done I, I, I do I think, think you're calling no us i no, i do think no okay. steve conrad steve conrad who created the show and his brilliant brother who acts in the show chris conrad who tweets with lily and i on a regular basis mm-hmm. no biggie mm-hmm. no biggie um he's a genius like he's playing on a level of genius that i would not be normally smart enough to absorb well i my reaction when i started watching it was whoa i feel like i'm watching a david like something by david lynch like it has that sort of noir surreal i'm not smart enough for lynch but i totally get what you're saying but right and then i because I'm like, oh, this reminds me of David Lynch. i'm so tired (laughs) so now but here's the thing Beck, I knew you weren't going to like Perpetual Grace, which why I wasn't forcing it on you. No, because... I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying I was I... too tired to watch it, it. But all I got from it was Cheyenne Lily. Becky, watched you just... Oh yeah, I know. I got I got the text Lily from Shine Becky, and then, and then they trailed <laughs> off. No, I was like Becky definitely fell asleep. <laughs> I was watching. I was watching her text come through because well, I constantly, when I'm watching that show, constantly text you. Um, I want you to know, Vlad and but... I just made up from our argument because he brought me an espresso. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Patriot is the better. Isn't of the he two being shows. an enabler? Didn't you just say you're giving up caffeine? 
I know. And Did then I decided, I and then. Wait, did that baby fart get on camera? Did you hear that Things baby are going fart? off the rails here. What are we talking about? I'm just no, saying that I, Patriot I is the better back. show. And I, you, I knew you guys didn't make it through Patriot. You were like, what is this? So Perpetual Grace is. I could not follow it. I could not follow Patriot. I had genuinely felt like. Patriot's Patriot or Perpetual Grace? A, no, Patriot's a Patriot is a masterpiece, uh, but it is harder to follow than Perpetual Grace. But now Wait, that but you've Lily, seen Perpetual how... Grace, Lily, you will be able to get Patriot because you trust. Because the way Steve Conrad works is that every episode leaves it's you confused at the end, and then at the beginning of the next episode, they start peeling that onion. And once you get Wait, into that rhythm, Lily, how did Jose watch get this show? Rhythm. That's what I need to get understand. The rhythm, get the rhythm. It's how a rhythm you, because Ben Kingsley's so good, and it's pretty. You know, the story's pretty clear. I thought it was like about music producers or something. The way you guys keep saying "get the rhythm," <laughs> that what it's about. It has amazing. That's music. like a psychotic they, wrote, person's for, mantra. For both shows, they wrote original music. The music is great. I'll just have a few sips of the espresso just so I don't want to throw things and. Get so Lily, what we're really here to talk about, though, is okay, MBF yes. movies. Honestly, I feel like we're not set up that properly. So I feel like at this point, we might leave that for another episode because you've talked about Yom Kippur and we still haven't got into that. I just feel like let's let's try to make a movie out of left field. Okay, all right. So let's talk about let's talk about. I'm going to just switch what was going to be in our intro to the like Rex and shoutout section, and let's just get into the Yom Kippur of it all. The Yom Kippur of it all. (laughs) So. The book of life, the book of life is is a really serious topic, and we are going to make light of it. But this is like a funny also, show, and we're Jews; we can make fun of our own. But not also, like, like not. I have some thing. heartfelt things to say. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. I'm just saying that, like, if you think we're being light about this, we're not because we wish these things could continue on. But like, if I we have the choice between actual life and a TV show, we pick actual life, right? Like. We we take this holiday very seriously. We're gonna fast, we're gonna beat our breasts and all of that. So wouldn't it be funny shows... though? Shy of Seth Rogan tweets at us about how inappropriate is. <laughs> 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 that would be pretty funny. That would be that would be the definition of irony. Mm-hmm. So does anyone want to go first about book books show they want to see in the book of life this year? Maybe we could do like a round robin, like we do one, okay. one, one. So one. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start oh. with the. I'm gonna start then with the Goldbergs because oh. the Goldbergs has been around for a while, and we're probably getting to the end of the era. Although who knows? And I, I'm always just like, I want one more year of it. It just feels like family that they're around. Wendy McClendon Covey and the rest of that cast are just so perfect, and that show feels like family. And I don't know. I don't have another show like that where, like, I turn it on and I feel like I'm walking into a place where I'm at home. And I just think that show is so funny. And I, in some ways, we don't talk about it enough. But it is, it's perfection. And I love it. And I, I, I wish it another year of health and happiness and good things. Okay. So my first one for the Book of Life is going to be a show that I think on a pop cultural uh, – on on a pop culture level, but, but deeper than that, sorry, not just on a pop culture level, a little deeper than that made the world 
a slightly better place, a more empathetic and understanding place is Love on the Spectrum. And so I want that show in the Book of Life because I do think that show did a little bit of tikkun olam, a little bit of repairing the world. So that's beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, see? I'm getting... Oh, wow. This is, all right. I, I take back. This is far less <laughs> funny than I thought it was going to be. Lily, how about you? What do you um, wish? I, I wish uh, that, I think you guys are great, but it's going to be Shit's Creek. Because that show genuinely no, no, it's, repairs it, that, the world. But it's, but it's over. You can't wish oh, it another so year. You're wishing oh, a book, oh, a book I, of I life. Oh. Wishing a, a show to be in the book of life. I'll go again and give you an oh. example. I am going to wish for the magicians to have another year. I have not seen a single minute of that show. But I know it makes mom and Josh so happy I love how much mom loves TV and I have so many great memories of watching shows with mom and now watching things with my kids that I hope that mom's show, the magicians keeps going for mom because mom deserves good things. And I'm probably going to end that up show still on. I think it's still on. I'm pretty sure it's still on. And I wish... Okay. Well then up. that's super easy. Bosch forever and ever. So that me and my husband have something to do. Next season is the last season. Yeah. Oh, well, F you. So Lily, <laughs> you are losing this game. Um, but then I will say this that space show I really oh, feel that's like super the expanse. Vague. The expanse, the no, one that I the like. away, the oh, one that okay. I suppose oh. watching my space show. I feel like that show is very unlikely to get another season. Because <laughs> I feel like that was definitely made before the pandemic and it's very high budget. Um, there's some expensive actors in that show. And I also feel like, it, you know, again, space and like a love story, I am in. And um, it was something that we could watch with mom and Jose. And so that mom, is a winner well, these mom days. Mom love The Expanse. And I think Jose will too. And I like, I, I'm not like full last kingdom on The Expanse, but there's also like a love story in it. I'm just letting you know. Okay, well, I might Where people are torn okay. apart by the politics of the world. But I'd like to see that say show Star get Crowd. another season. I don't think it's like in the the sense of like Tikkun Olam. Like that's true. That's true. That that show is cool, but it's not but making the world a better. A show place. that does okay. make the world a better place is The Durls. That show I want to see forever. I want them a like, show like the big downtown. I want them, didn't I want them to do the show and then make a you movie. You needed it and then you got and it and you don't want to yeah. let it go. And the then I want when it finishes, I want them to make a movie. I mean, like Lily, we're going to have to talk about season one. We're going to have to talk about the ending of season so one. Good. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone. So we'll do it offline. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, uh, so Book of it Life. Ended, it, the, the, it looks like the show ended on May 19th. 2019 well, the last season ended then oh yeah no 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 i i think it's over but sure go ahead so really oh, keeps picking Thanks. things that are Hold on. done so i have a new so not a tikkun olam situation but just something that i really you know things have been touch and go with the pandemic already and one actor has has to be replaced because of scheduling conflicts but i am really really rooting for the witcher to get into the book of life and we get that season two season nailed two? down who had to be recast it's a, a new character that's that's coming it's oh, not an old okay. character but i have to tell you i really am gung-ho about that show i'm probably going to give all of season one a rewatch before Th season doesn't two. that show not make sense but you're having a hard time with perpetual grace which is basically a kidnapping story Sh shy becky 
pulled with that show. I'm like I'm the rain man of the craziest, of the <laughs> Yeah. Like the craziest things. That show makes no sense. No. I, the the timeline is super confusing. You need like a map and a legend, like a Dungeons and Dragons situation really like, in order need- to watch the show. And Becky was very postpartum and delirious, like not ha- like off no sleep. And yet I watched it and then I watched it, but I was like, it's super fun to watch. Don't worry. It makes no sense in terms of when things are happening. She watches it and she's like, I could tell you the timeline perfectly. And she explained it to me <laughs> in you know like what? two minutes. Becky's a producer. Like, Becky, Becky assembles oh. thing. When you're doing well, television the way Becky has done, you do things out of time. So Becky could probably tell continuity things that normal people could. I think, I think you For might sure. actually be onto something. It's I think crazy. my production brain latches onto certain things when I watch stuff. Thank you. So yeah, book of life. Witcher season two, also just more more Henry Cavill grunting, just in general. <laughs> I know a few cosplayers yeah. online. There's this woman, Michelle and Reed, who does a really good. I don't remember the name of the Witcher character because I don't know it. But is there like a woman that's a main character? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now now you're pushing your luck. Yolanda. It's been like nine months. I'm not going to remember what anyone's names were, but um, but yeah, the um, main character. Yennefer, is there a Yennefer? Yennefer, yeah. Yennefer, yeah. She does a pretty good Yennefer. I mean, I don't know if it's a good Yennefer because I don't watch the show, but the internet seems to think she does a good Yennefer. I will send you a picture of it. Um, speaking of which, I of Cavill, I um, we watched the. Uh, we're only like three quarters of the way through, so I can't completely put my, uh, you know, uh, whatever behind it. Uh, but because again, I can't speak properly, but, um, the, we watched the new Sherlock Holmes thing, Enola Holmes. Oh, I wanted to with see Billy. that. Sorry, I feel like your I kids really would really it. like that. Oh, it's that's super sounds... cute. And oh, really? I, wait, I mean, it. Tell me about it. That's right. Me. Yeah. It's, it's uh, really cute. It, it breaks the fourth mystery wall. mystery shows so with she's... the kids. Well, it's a so movie. No, no, it's a movie. It's a uh, movie. But that's I've a been great, reading them. I've been reading them Encyclopedia Brown. Did, ne- did, oh, did Netflix make a good movie? Are we, are we? I think we may have found the like perfect, like odd combo where it's not a romantic comedy. It's not an action, like is it a fa- action. Is it a family movie? movie? I think it's a family the, movie. The sleepover yes. was fantastic and perfect. So maybe for they its found audience. their niche because, I mean, you're talking about like. Definitely, this looks like you're a working, family The movie. raw materials they're working with are amazing because it's Sherlock Holmes. Like, it's a great story. And it's about. We watched the, the Great hey, Mouse Detective with the kids recently. That is very cute. Um, so it's about their younger sister, which I, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know anything about Sherlock Holmes if they actually had a younger sister, Enola. Definitely. Enola Holmes. No, they, they do. That, oh, really? They do. Yeah, because in the TV show with um, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, she appears in like the last season. It's, which I never okay. finished. I but, didn't even yeah. know he had a brother named Minecraft. Minecraft is like one of the main yeah, characters. Yeah, Minecraft is one of the main characters. Have you ever watched the Thunder? No. Yeah, Mi- I was like, you mean Watson? And Mom it's was because like, no, you've only brother. seen the yeah. Robert Downey Jr. version where they just like don't have any of those. Yeah, characters. no, you've got to watch the Cumberbatch. You've got to watch the Cumberbatch. Is that a wreck for me? Oh, oh that's a super fun. The first two seasons are good, and then then I, it gets like off the rails. But the first couple of seasons season, are really, really like fun. season four. I stopped watching, but that's but season one and two is pretty pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So 
so back to the movie, I'm saying is that case. Okay, so I was like, there's a new character, his brother. <laughs> Mom's like, no, not a new I character. Just, he's so like, that guy is not a new characters. character. You dumb dumb. And the guy then who plays Minecraft sister, in the BBC show is amazing. Yeah. Oh well, this is um, Sam Claflin. He's great. And so they. So wait, but the 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 show, the movie's on TV. Dad walks by, and I'm just like watching with mom, and it, it's really cute. Dad walks by, and he goes, "Oh, there's the Witcher." He keeps going, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy does play the Witcher." Um, but yeah, I definitely think Shy with your kids. This is a family movie. This is an anybody movie, and Millie Bobby Brown is delicious. She's not she a national treasure for you guys, but for Europe, she is because she's not American. So she she's um, British. She's though, an I'm EU. Sh- I'm pretty sure she's, the UK that's still in the is, EU. That's still, still in the EU. Uh, a right, little bit. Barely. You're on the cusp there. But it's great. Is it great um, to see her cute. in a role that's not eleven and see her just really Yes, I know, think she shines. Thor. Yeah. There we go. Shine. Yeah, I, and she produced it, which is pretty cool because she's Speaking on the Did is you she see like, the picture of the Witcher thing 16. I sent you? Is that an accurate yeah, cosplay? That's an awesome cosplay. Really, really great. Yeah. All right. Just making sure because eventually I'll watch the show. Okay. So the other thing that often happens on Yom Kippur because it's a somber day, we mourn the passing of of people who, you know, didn't make it in the book of life. Uh, And Becky had a very thoughtful thing the way you talked about RBG last week who passed away on the the eve of Yom Kippur. And we've been talking a lot. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Sorry. She passed away on the eve of Rosh Hashanah. And in our tradition, that is... Although it's very sad, it's a very spiritual moment, and and there's a lot of lore around people who pass away at that time being extra special people that are like, you know, have made a big contribution or their contributions needed in the universe. And so now we're going to segue to a less serious version of that, where we're going to mourn the ending or the canceling of shows and this can be shows that ended because sometimes shows just end in their time but you still well, apparently them. i've already i've already given my list yeah, for that you've, every given, show you've given three shows finished. but you're in spain so maybe it's just the news hasn't gotten there yet the, hasn't gotten there yet that's the fair. pigeons haven't arrived or whatever the carrier pigeons. <laughs> but becky what shows are you mourning this year well obviously it would have been jade's creek but lily stole that thunder well, I think yeah. everyone can do that. That's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to compare it to RBG, but when you hear Eugene Levy's description of the show and how the show was a vehicle for talking about love and fighting homophobia and, and had that element of it, and you're like, yeah, that's a show that did Tikkun Olam. That's a show that made yeah. the world a better place for sure. Oh, and just the joy it brings, just the laughter, the, the characters, like it's pure joy. And I would say that Life in Pieces is the same. Those show are doing mitzvahs by being we, on TV. We, we watched. We only have like four or five episodes left, and so we're like oh. savoring them. We watched one more episode last night just because we were thinking um, we will. We were th- Beck and I had been talking about you, and so Ali and I sat down and we watched uh, the episode where I don't know if you've seen it, but the episode where the father sees uh, uh, Zoe Lister Jones's character's boob. Oh my gosh, that's so funny! <laughs> so Wait, I don't know fun. how you guys could even savor it. I watched the entire last season in like the first like three days oh, after Sunny was born. I couldn't not watch I, it. I'm starting I started from the beginning and I'm watching in order. But I can so, rewatch that show and not get bored of it. Right. I, 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 it. I haven't like I'm going through it for the first yeah, time. That's definitely a good one to mourn the loss of. I just I mean 
I don't think I would get sick of the gimmick of that show, if I'm perfectly honest. I could keep going with it for a yeah, long, time. Yeah, I actually think time. it's insane that that show, what could possibly have made them cancel that show? Ratings? Or cost? Or something? Like, I don't know. We got Modern Family for 10 years, and Life in and Pieces this, we got for three and a half seasons? Right. Right, I find it complete bullshit because that gimmick is brilliant. You never get tired of it. Nobody's particularly expensive. Okay, Diane Reese. Quick, she does have two Oscars. Like, quick, I guess. uh, Quick sidebar: favorite team up in Life in Pieces. I love when the grandfather and Sophia are on like little adventures. That's a classic. That's a classic team up. I like the awkward team ups. I like like the the one in the episode. I like the one where they mix and match the family members because look i'm not going to say who but like everyone has someone in their in-laws where like if they get teamed up with that person like you're just like what is happening in this episode of this show like what are we supposed to do together? <laughs> and they're they're in in That's the true. episode last That's real night, talk tom tom him? Tim, 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 basically anyone being teamed up, teamed up with Tim, Tim except for his ends wife. Ends up going to some event that he invited Matt to, but he ends up going with Colleen because she just answered his phone and decided she wanted to go, and so it's the two of them at this event together, and it's kind of just like this it's amazing. Pair. See, I love the awkward pairings because that is real family life. That that, yeah, that kind true. of I, we could do a whole show on awkward team ups, but. It was, <laughs> That would have to be like a Patreon edition because we talked, you know, we don't have a Patreon yet. We will one day, but that'll have to be like secret podcast. Yeah. So I I just want to say, I love when Matt and Greg are teamed up for any kind of like rivalry thing or that episode has a hilarious rivalry with their kids. Yeah. That has a hilarious rivalry in that episode because it's they're 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 arguing over which kid's smarter, Lark or the adopted and, kid Lucas. It's so cute. I just I think that's just very. I think their 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 chemistry is fantastic. Yeah. Or when they're like witnessing something together of the whole family and they they're teamed up on the same team, they're being like, "Oof, not getting involved." Like, they're oh, just, very realistic. I, them, I have to say, it, I find it very realistic. Yeah. Yeah, that show's really well cast. So that's bullshit that that didn't get into the book of life. Yeah. Yeah. Of TV shows. Of TV shows. I like how I have to do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, book of life um, of TV shows. Mine, now, now, as we move away from ones you guys care about, the recent out of the blue canceling of Stumptown. I, I, I well, was. Not only like, that, really? that's like being a... in the book of life and then getting booted out. Well, no, it's like you make it in on Rosh Hashanah and then on Yom Kippur, and they're, like, they're like, like oh, not enough eraser, not enough room in here for you. Didn't do enough Look, I was surprised that show got renewed because I, I really loved it, but I saw for its potential. But it was like, I was watching it being like, who else is watching this other than Allie and me? And it was on Mom. the bubble. And then, it, yeah, and then it had a chance. And then they brought in a new showrunner and they were doing reworks. And then I read that they, people didn't really like the reworks and then pandemic. So then they cut ties. So in some ways that one made sense the way it unfolded, but it's a bummer because I think that show had a lot of potential and Kobe Smulders and Jake Johnson are great. And Michael Ely. Oh, man. That guy is the most handsome human being on the planet. And then yeah. Dark Crystal is not getting a second season from Netflix. Netflix. Was that a show that was seasons or was that a one-off? That... It ends on a Should bit of a Should that have been a one-off? 
I mean, it didn't like, need... Watchmen's not getting whoa, whoa, another whoa, whoa, whoa. season. Does hold that on. need another hold season? Hold on, hold on. You're saying it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, but that assumes people understood what the show was about. No, and- well, I mean, let's just say this. It ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, but the story gets resolved in the movie The Dark Crystal. It's all if a prequel. If you understand what the show is about, I watched it with you, interpreting it for me, and I had no idea what I was watching. Look, the... What are they called? The MacGuffins? No, the, the, the Gelflings <laughs> and... The Gelflings. Mark Hamill plays the scientist. I honestly listen. It's amazing. It's an incredibly beautiful, miraculous show that felt like it was English words, but yet a language (laughs) I didn't understand. And (laughs) like I'm like, these are all real words. I don't know what they mean. The budget of it must have been absurd, right? But I, you know. Like it was just it was Jim Henson they magic spent all the their way money we grew up. in one place in that show. They didn't leave anything for season two. And and <laughs> yeah. and I go big. They you know, it's that magic that we grew up with where it doesn't look real and then it becomes real because of the way they put it together, as opposed to just using CGI to make a right. slightly well, real looking anaconda true. or something like that. And I, yeah. and, 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 and Mark Hamill, man, Mark Hamill playing a, I mean, he plays one of the most iconic heroes of all time, but his villain work is just incredible. Speaking of Mark Hamill, have you seen the Mark Hamill, Patrick Stewart, Uber Eats commercial? It no. is amazing, and they need to make a movie with those two tomorrow. Like, they need that's to make some sort of... I don't know why Mark Hamill's not stuff. He's amazing. They need to make, like, a meta, you know, sci-fi kind of story with the two of them as, like, two old space cop partners or something. Just something. I love that. I would, would definitely be... watch it. But why the... aren't we pitching shows to Netflix? Come on. I mean, but my thing with Netflix is Netflix is so... It's so fickle. Like, to Amazon's credit... Like Amazon, even they're canceling Bosch. They told you, they told people that. What? Two what? What? In what? what? Bosch is ending in season seven. Really? We've already covered that. Oh my God. It's no, ending. It was ending. We never it's talked seven about seasons. it ending. I, it needs to go on I think forever. it's enough. Seven seasons. No, 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 it's it's a season. show that could I'm just keep going. Out, yeah. I'm closing out. Like, we're getting to the end of season two. And I was like, wait a second. There's only three seasons left. No, there's four. Or four. They haven't I made have the four fourth left. And no, so, six. but six, Amazon at least right? like Amazon at least like I feel like they are much more invested in the art of it. Netflix is like we're going to spread a lot of money around, and some shows will catch, and some shows, will, and then that, that's their approach. And I just wish they did it. And then Perpetual Grace, it's not like exactly canceled. It was like treated as a one season thing in the end, and then supposedly they're going to make a a two hour like thing to wrap up the story at the end of the season um but i just i think it'll be i think it'll i think it'll be like deadwood where it'll eventually happen when they can get the characters all together to do it because there's a lot of different people in it that being said that that show is just so cool that even the ending which is like oh my god what's gonna happen next you i like don't care i'm so glad i got to be in that universe for a little while and Hmm. all right so who else is what else what what other shows are you mourning or is that it? Kind of hard to know what. Is but the big ending? ones are life and pieces and shit's great. Yeah, I, it's because the order in which we watch. Well, I don't have to. I don't have to confusing. mourn selling sunset because apparently it's coming back. So yeah, got into the book I feel of life. Safe. Got into the book of life. That was a close call. Did it, was that announced? Uh, yeah, they, I just yeah, can't imagine it wouldn't. Announced. I mean, it doesn't seem like that's an expensive show. 
like worst comes to worst, no. you just switch out some of the realtors. I mean, like there are really good ones, like the great Mary Fitzgerald or the amazing Maya Vander. But if one of them leaves, you bring in another person and sell more properties. Sure. All right, let's get to Rex and shoutouts, and uh, we will go back now to Lily's IVF movie recommendations. Well, no, I'm going to save that for the app because oh, those okay, Rex right. like are more all specific. Right. Preview, but there I will, will be an IVF I, episode coming one day. Yes, there will be. But so, I will oof, say, oof, okay. and rate and review us if you actually want us to put out that app. So give us five stars um, on the rating. So no, I will say I recommend the Enola Holmes movie and uh, Bosch on Amazon Prime, guys. You don't know what you're missing. So <laughs> if you want like a good hearty cop drama, chill. This will not come as a surprise to Lily, but to our listeners that know that I rarely dole these out, I'm giving my dear sister and I told you show. Via mom, because honestly, she deserves the credit. Mom gets the I told you for the girls. Because even like the first half of the first episode, I'm like, mm, okay. But by the end mom of the first episode. It as, it's like Downtown Abbey, but in Greece and an even further period back in time. <laughs> no, no, it's no, less it's further. Less it's further. the 30s. So I'm like, ooh, 30s. I feel like I don't know too much about that. Loving the fashion. Um, but it is, yeah. I would say, the way I've been explaining it is how Lily says it's a funnier version of if Downton Abbey was actually just like really funny. Like it's just right. And, I, it, and it like scratches that itch, that like British period piece. But I itch. but I will say like the the so the four si- four siblings, the four siblings, four siblings are each such great unique characters and you're so excited to watch how all of them will develop and grow and and so it, it it's got you can tell there's going to be great substance to it i especially especially love the youngest one who's like i think who wrote it that's who wrote it he's the, gerald durrell the writer what do you mean he ends up he ends up writing the books these are based on books about his family are they real real stories yeah i'm pretty sure He's oh. Gerald Durrell. It goes based on the novels by Gerald Durrell. Oh, wow. He's Jerry. So he's, and he's obsessed with animals. <laughs> animals. And I just, I love him. Yeah. He's such a sweet, gentle soul. Anyways, yeah. so Lily Gets and I Told You Show, it's a, it's a really fun, if you want to watch something that, again, they're no, not tied to any real stakes in the world right now, but just a fun, sweet show that um that again that again like the the central theme which is obviously something that we're all find we all find a connection to i mean on our podcast the three of us is it's about family and about family dynamics and siblings and the love between them and the difficulties and the dysfunction and so i think it's just a wonderful story about those relationships at at the center of of it and it's awesome Quick things. One, Larry's my favorite, so I I'm love curious. Larry. I'm I split between Larry. Larry and Jerry and as Jerry, my favorite. But I mean, I he is the going. best urologist in Boca. <laughs> hey, hey shout out. And, need a urologist and, um, shit, I don't remember what I was going to say. Damn it. Larry is the, I, I flip-flop between Larry and Jerry. But anyways, we, I do recommend it. It's, it's really, really fun. Um, yeah, been a great part of my week. I watched the first season in like 
two and a half days or something. Yeah, it's only six episodes per season, so it's really easy to... Oh, and it's really funny that them moving to Greece in the 30s to an island where there's, like, no electricity. Like, it's not as developed as England at all. There's so many things that remind me of me moving to Tenerife in Mm -hmm. the modern century. Mm -hmm. I um, also think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. The whole fish out of water, but then being British, like they're like, why doesn't everybody speak English? Who loves a good There's like fish this entitlement. Doesn't Shy love a good Mom, fish out of water? Shy loves a good fish out Shia, of water. Shy love a fish out of water. I like a fish out of water. That's true. But th- is it a fish out of water with Rachel Bilson? Because that's part of the criteria the for me. I could see her <laughs> making an appearance in like season two or three as a love interest okay. to an American. And yeah, like an American love interest to Larry or something. I could do that. We'll, we'll All see right. if we can work it That's in, my so. rec. That's my rec and I told you show for uh I'm so glad you're watching it. Uh, it all so right, happy. that's 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 hearty recommendations. All right, Lil, what about you? A uh, Bosch. You I said did. Bosch. Okay. And then me, uh, I mean, despite me trying not to like it, the expanse just gets cooler and cooler. But I mean, like, I don't how know are it... we at the point that you What's have it about? So much time to invest? In a show that like needs a season to get into. No, like, I, I, I think because I was fighting show. it so. No, no, I was, it's not that I told you so yet, but I was fighting it so hard in that first season. Now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh, it's a pretty cool show. Well, what's it about? I, I don't even want to tell you because you, like. Well, you're not making a good case for it then. No, I, Becky, I've told <laughs> yeah. you repeatedly. I don't like this is not what I'm going to put my stakes on for you liking. It could be one like The Witcher where you end up watching it. and You're like, oh, this is awesome. But like, I'm not. I'm not rolling any dice with Becky on this one, but I think it has the right amount of space, violence, love, and stress that like Lily, Jose, and Mom can sit down and watch this. All Maybe right, even that. Right. It's it's essentially about you know thousands of years in the future, Earth, its former colony Mars, and the people who live in the places between, all on the verge of war. And the race to get, like, new technology and the politics behind it. And then there's, like, a Firefly-type crew that's going like from place good, to place. With any, I like a good any sci-fi actors situation. that we would know? Um, the, well, did you guys ever see Sky High when you were little? No. Sky High. It's a very cute. I've watched it with the kids many times. Uh, it first of all, everyone in the show is Canadian. I mean, not everyone, but the the one thing Becky I could say for Becky is that as you watch it, you you don't even need to check, and you'll be like, never seen that guy before, but he's super Canadian. And so, in that sense, you will that part. That's another thing about the show that makes me feel like I'm going home. So, a character that is not Canadian is Stephen Strait, and he was in Sky High. He plays the character War and Peace in Sky and High. Then there's Cass Anvar. Dominique Tipper, who are, are lesser-known characters, this guy named, or lesser-known actors, Wes Chatham. There's a woman named Frankie Adams from New Zealand that comes in season two. She's great, but the real, okay, so people we don't know. So the real see. actress, but the actress that you will know, the actor that you will know is Shora Agdash, Agdashalu, who was in Twenty Four, House of uh, Sand and Fog. Um, she is a very, very, very famous um, uh, Persian. Uh, Iranian, Iranian-born actress. You would you recognize she has a kind of very scratchy, deep voice. Um, she plays the main diplomat character inside the politics of the government, and she is absolutely well, amazing. Yeah, she's a great actress. 
but also Thomas Jane. Did you mention him? Oh, right. Thomas Jane. Sorry. And Thomas Thomas Jane. Jane. I forgot about Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane was the (laughs) Thomas Jane was the part of the show that got me into the show. But now it's like expanded where I'm focused on other characters. But Thomas Jane was was really good at it. So I'm going to go with that. And then I just want to tell you all there's a show that's like not real, but it's taking place in my nightmares. I guess I'm really attached to my dog because I keep having these crazy dreams where I have to like save him. Who'd have thought it? Uh, And last night, this dream I had was so insane. It was like we were all in this world where like we were magical creatures and we had familiars which were like you know like the like like you know vampires have like special animals that protect us <laughs> and there was this like evil serial killer one that had this like very evil dog that ate other dogs and we had to protect rocket from the evil dogs and i had to like fight him and get these like magic gloves to protect Ooh, did you have magical powers yeah, I, I did, but it was also sort of like a video game thing happening in it. Anyways, I powered Seems up and I got realistic. these magical fingerless gloves. And fingerless. Fingerless. They are fingerless. I don't know why, but it was really hard to get them on. And uh, at the end, the bad guy was like about to get us. And then like another power-up sort of hero comes in and saves the day and throws this like magic mirror at him. And the singer Sebastian Bach... Who is in? Who's he in? What is he in? Warrant? Which what band is he in? Comes out. He's also Canadian, by the way. Comes out and he and he sort of like I don't know, like rock sings the bad guys to death. Oh, Skid Row. Oh my god. Yeah, it was really crazy, but I was really stressed that Rocket was going to get eaten by this like crazy demon dog. Oh, it's very so. But that show, like I got to tell you, I was watching it. I was riveted as this was happening in my dreams. All right. Well, at least you're entertained. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's a lot. I'm worried that you don't get enough oxygen from your CPAP machine. That's how I was feeling, too. Because I like I woke up and like it was sometimes I don't know. That's that that could be the case. I think that's what induces my nightmares is a lack of oxygen causes anxiety. I have a lot of nightmares, (laughs) a lot of weird dreams. Becky, where can people follow you? At paper BK Princess on Twitter, if you would like to follow me and see me retweet other people's tweets. I don't really tweet very much, but I, I'm a good retweeter. So, sometimes I tweet. So you look like a bot, That's what you're saying. I'm a bot, but then sometimes I got something spicy to say, so watch That's out. That's true. When you're spicy, you're good. All right, Lily. It's like if you want to see the retweets, you're like, oh, what should what should I be? Oh, like Becky's curated I, list of stuff to – yeah, that's good. It's mostly just yours. <laughs> Lily, where can people follow you? Chichi K Gomez, C H I C H I K Gomez on the Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake and the number four table on Twitter and Instagram and Letterboxd. And uh, we always like to remind our audience that we are supporting the NAACP Legal Defense Fund and the Equal Justice Initiative, both very important organizations doing really important things for our democracy. Please check those out. And um, we also uh, are, well, I mean, I guess we've been supporting a whole bunch of other things lately, but those two we really want folks to look at. But the other one that's on my mind a lot lately is the National Council of Jewish Women that has been doing a really great um, uh, and meaningful uh, uh, fundraising drive in association with uh, RBG's passing. So that's another one that's that's meant a lot to me lately. 
And uh, our theme music is by What Does It Eat? Check out our music on iTunes and Spotify, including Sidecar, our recent epic, a 16-minute song cycle about characters from 1980s and 90s TV shows. It is exactly what it promises to be. And with that, we dance ourselves into the afternoon, evening, or morning, depending on which time zone you're in. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you.